0: Hey there, my name is Angela, and you are welcome to the 20s Convos Podcast with Wally and Toby. On this podcast, Wally and Toby have conversations about life, society, culture, childhood, relationships, the world, and everything in between. The 20s Converse Podcast is all about sharing stories, journaling life, and building a community across the world.
1: Enjoy the episode.
2: Koye and I met a doing our MSE. I love bro. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the day was, but I hope it was a good circumstance on you.
0: Yeah, I was happy to have found in Nigeria and I had malaria medicine.
3: Ah,
4: oh, that like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so specific. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I remember because yeah, yeah. I, end, I ended up not needing it, but it was just like, I had arrived in the UK. I did not bring that.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah I, I felt like... Not, i don't feel very well i don't feel very well and everybody's like ah maybe it's the last malaria you carried from me <laughs> <laughs> and i tried to get my parents to send me malaria meds but i don't know something kept happening i couldn't get it and then we were in i think harry french or oh, sir and i just saw nigerians i'm like who has malaria meds and when i was like oh oh yeah yeah sure i came with some like I ended up not needing it, but I was just happy knowing that. Okay, <laughs> oh my yeah, god!
2: Yeah, I had and I had like like five or six boxes. It's yeah, long story. Um, so so that's how we met. Um, I, yeah, I came with my mom loaded me with boxes of malaria, um, which which I eventually used two years later when I when I had a terrible flu and I thought I, I, was, I was gonna die, um, but thankfully I'm still here. So yeah, that's how we met. me and Tamlore uh, and I. Well, Tamlory and myself until B.O.G. in the same secondary school.
3: Okay. And
2: um, Tamlory was a year ahead mm. of us. Tamlory, weren't you in this clique called Sparkles?
3: Look yeah. girl. <laughs> 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 I haven't heard that name in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> so,
4: of all so the things yeah, you remember, just, well, you forget for everything context. about your child Access right? Except to somebody else. You, you, remember, <laughs> you remember, you start
2: you know. Honestly, if I can study my brain, I would. I promise you. Um. So, so sparkles was this clique uh, as <laughs> above us, and I remember like there was a time we always just look up at them, like, oh, like exactly. You know, they were the, like, eat,
0: the eat people then. <laughs> yes. they eat people then. Oh, um, um,
2: yeah. Secondary school yes, was, yes. was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. So was um, that's fun. our, so that's our connection, and obviously um, we did not really stay in touch. We're not, to be honest, we're not even friends per se. Um, I like to be honest about these things. Um, <laughs> but we're acquaintances. Yeah. And and I, like I said, it's, I think this is probably our third interaction ever. Okay. Um, yeah. but again, um, hopefully we'll not be the last. Um so <laughs> but well, pretty much um welcome to you. thanks for coming on the podcast. Um thanks for actually you know joining. And I want to let you both know that you guys were specifically chosen for this. <laughs> um for a number of reasons and I just felt like like who are people who I know obviously um so for for context first things first um we did want to have an episode on this um thinking of having um a man and a woman but and one thing we said was that we wanted to have both separately so have one with just men one with just women because there's so many factors where you know that may not we may not get the best insight from both yeah um both um genders yeah, if you in like
0: one
2: podcast, yeah. in 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 one, in one episode so we're going to have that men's edition later but i think um obviously one reason why i wanted wanting to join was because um a i've met on his kid um Jesse who is who loves me adores me and who probably have followed me home if 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 Oni was not begging that day, I saw him first time. Okay,
0: are you are you going to put up that they, they, they took a really nice picture on that day? Are you are you going to put
4: that up for? <laughs> where
2: uh, bragging
4: um, purposes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god!
2: Uh, if I had the um, right to present, I've done that. Don't worry, but I won't do that. Um, and 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 I think I think with Tamlora, I think I wanna I wanted that told Toby to ask her because um i know that for starters i know that she just had a baby recently um i'm guessing about three four months ago five A bit more in november october actually you're close oh october october, october. Yeah. october. so six. that's so that's six months oh wow yes. nice Oof. nice mm-hmm. nice nice and Not five
1: it was actually five months ago. five months
2: yesterday <laughs> oh wow so nice. exactly five
4: Timing is, timing is quite,
2: yeah. <laughs> quite peculiar. <laughs>
4: Interesting.
2: Yeah. So, 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 so I just thought we'd get together and talk about this and ma- ma- mainly because obviously around my circles, around our circles, we have friends having, we're getting to the family zone. And when I realized that i did not know as much as I thought I did was pretty much, a month, some months ago, about two months ago, when a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine had a baby. And we're talking. And then she told me, like, we spent an hour talking about, about the baby and everything. Because she she had, she's had a baby for about a year plus now. And I told her about the, the delivery, you know, the hospital life, how it was. Um, how it was when she got home the first few weeks. And I was blown away and equally scared. Because... <laughs> I just I was first of all I was embarrassed with how much I didn't know right mm-hmm. and secondly I was blown away with how much incredible it was in terms of going through that and still being able to live life <laughs> normally <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was it was it, 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 was, it was it was incredible mm-hmm. right and and I think I think I felt like if I'm somebody who prides myself in trying to know a lot of things and I don't know that was that complicated, people, people probably don't know as well. And people, not just only guys, but maybe even women as well, don't know as much as the cases of it. And I know everyone has different ideas of postpartum life and everything, but I just felt we should talk about this, right? I told Tibet to about it, was on board and we just said, okay, we planning for this season. So that is the story behind it. Um. We'll, and I promise you, it's not going to be as dramatic as I've made it to be. Um, but but um, just a couple of things to note and before I let Toby um continue the conversation. And um, one is just because this is such an emotional and personal topic, um, by all means, anything you don't want to touch, by all means, you can wash it off and just move on, or just don't drop it, right? I would don't mind nothing at all. But also it's a case of um also, letting you guys know that it's a. we want this to be a comfortable space, you know, so that if, if I say something that might be, and I use me because cause that, cause that tends to be not me when I'm Toby in most cases,
1: <laughs> really. exactly. um, if I don't <laughs> like, that, think
2: that might, that might be ignorant, um, please call <laughs> me out on it and, and let me know that I'm not saying the right thing. I'm happy to be challenged in that way. Um, but yeah, Toby, do you want to add anything before we kick off?
4: Um no, pretty much that that's it. But like I, I've known Tamler for, I'll say yeah. all my life to be honest. Because yeah,
2: actually. <laughs> <laughs> actually,
4: it's quite interesting. Like and it was interesting seeing the different Tamler that I knew, like you know, growing up. And then when I finally got into ISI and seeing Tamler as well, it was it was quite. It was like she was this, but she was a superstar in both cases, right? Oh, God. <laughs> back so it was it was quite interesting. Like I remember. There's this memory I have of you, Tambora, that I I don't know. So it's like, I think you were on stage. It was in teenage church. Mm -hmm. And I think you were leading the choir. And I was just thinking, I was like, like, what's life like for her outside church? Like, (laughs) is she like is she uh, is she as normal like every one of us or is she like as special is, it, is, it like, is,
0: like, no, is that like is that like how you feel about Beyonce when you're watching Beyonce perform
4: <laughs> 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 to be fair maybe that's how people feel but yeah I know um, I've been starstruck with Tango for the longest
2: time like oh my God,
4: Toby, I, <laughs> I just wanted to share that on the podcast with Fruits but
2: yeah <laughs> uh, to be surprised me sometimes you know um, what what are, what were good good surprises? <laughs> surprises. Uh, but but I'm curious to um Tamara um, yeah. when we both asked you to um you know come on, what did you think when you heard about the topic? Like what did you think when we asked you to come on? Let me start with for you.
0: Well, nothing really. I w- it was something. It's something I'm always happy to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't think much of it. I was just like, oh okay, something I re- I I really care about and. I guess I have personal experience on comes around on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I talk to you about the podcast a lot. I'm, I'm kind of <clears throat> excited about how you guys started like lockdown boredom. And then we're here. So <laughs> I always tell Wally that it's something I'm excited about. So I listen in. So when the topic came around, it's something I like to talk about. I'm. I feel like experiences for people are so different. So even for somebody like me who has gone through it, I still I was still very excited when I heard there's going to be somebody else because I still want to hear her own story. Mm. So it's, yeah, I was just excited. <laughs> Pretty much
2: sums it up. Awesome. Tamara. how about you? Uh,
1: okay. Hi, Oi. Nice to Hi. meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> um, well, I was, I've never been on any talk whatsoever. So I was a bit interested, so... I also wanted to make sure my husband was all right with me talking about mm. um, the experience, which is why I didn't reply in time. <laughs> but like she like said, it's quite interesting because I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a first time mother. And it's been amazing. It's been interesting. Let me use the word interesting um, to just experience. And <laughs> so it's a nice and interesting conversation to have with anybody, whether or not the person's a fellow mother in court or just, Anybody so yeah I'm, I'm excited about that and look through the list of topics and yeah <laughs> <It gets me laughs> to hear what he has to say
2: <laughs> uh awesome, awesome um I'm glad to hear that and I, I, I guess I asked that because you know that that gives us a good segue to know you know um how that experience has been for you and probably how that might translate into things you say today um but I guess I want to start with the Birth and the delivery. um All I know mostly about deliveries is from TV and a bit of mother stories. So your mom saying, "Oh, you know, I gave her. I was in you for nine months. That kind of story." But a lot of it is media, and media tends to show. I think every every, every time I think about the deliveries, my mother always goes to friends. When um, what's her name? Rachel had the baby at the end or at some point and it was just this exciting moment and for some reason i just always think oh yeah this thing is yeah it's painful everyone you know screams by the end it's always like this moment and then my friend told me about i experience. i was like holy you know smokes yeah like, don't, wow. don't, don't say it <laughs> <laughs> like 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 holy smokes like this happens like i didn't know about this so i guess i want to start by asking you guys like i'll start with time like Obviously, the joys, of, the joys and roller coasters of, you know, nine months was there, right? But yeah. I want to talk about specifically on the birth and the delivery day. Like, what was your delivery day like? How, how was that moment yeah. like for you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had to backpedal a little bit because I have a bit of a history. Not to talk too much. But I had an accident some years back, which was really bad. So, um. Because of that, I, I wasn't allowed to, um, this, if I speak to it, deliver normally. So I had to have um, mm. um, surgery to, to, to deliver my baby. So I've been told that way back. So that was the plan. So I had to wait. They told me I had to wait. So, um, um, okay. In Nigeria, you can basically have your baby uh, early, like for seven weeks. But um, where I had my baby, they said I had to wait till uh, at least a week before my expected um, date of delivery. So, um, my expected date of delivery was 20th of October, which when we know is the whole entire stuff mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. I was excited about the date because I thought it was a really cool date. It was 2010, 20. So I prepared, I was like, ah, my baby's going to have a very, very cool birthday date and everything. So unfortunately, unfortunately <laughs> for me, I, so I was not supposed to fall into labor, but I did the day before.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, and I was okay. Let me back it up a little bit again. So I'm a doctor and I've seen lots of people. And because I already kind of knew I was going to have to deliver myself, I was happy. Sorry. I was really happy because I've seen what women go through. <laughs> and it's, uh, every time I see that, I'm like, Jesus, I don't have to. <laughs> so, so it was interesting. It was really painful. Hmm. I had contractions and all the work and everything. Um, but they had to move my surgery, date, um, surgery to earlier because I, I still wasn't allowed to. To push my baby out so yeah so it was it was, it was cool it was it was interesting <laughs> it was I, I think i'm kind of glad i got to experience a little bit of that not the whole thing but yeah it was, it was nice I, just, I have a straight, so it wasn't just straight for the surgery and then
2: yeah. <laughs> and, and do you and do you think that like you've been a doctor you've seen that over the years did that mentally prepare you in any way more or do you think if you were probably an architect, do you think that i've had a different experience?
1: Um, I think it did, it prepared me more because, um, I seen both sides, um, people, um, p- uh, women that had to deliver, um, push out themselves or, and women that had to have surgery, people, the different ways people reacted to both scenarios, some being, everybody's a super one, some people handle pain better than others. And in both scenarios, there's pain involved, whether or not it's the acute pain of, well, not acute, but shorter period of pain when you deliver your baby or when you have to go through surgery Then the healing process. So different people reacted different way, um, differently. Because I, I, I was kind of alone thanks to COVID. My husband couldn't be there. My mom couldn't be there. My sister was with me, but she had to work. So I had to be, in my mind, I had to be a bit strong because I knew I had to do things myself. So um, yeah, so we kind of prepared. And I already knew kind of what to expect. Um, the surgery itself, after delivery, after um the baby and dealing with the pain. And yeah, so yeah, hmm. it still didn't mean I didn't research more But <laughs> I, still, mm. I still watch videos of people that had CISs yeah, and how they um, also like, um, how they dealt with it. So yeah, so it definitely helped being a doctor. I wasn't, I wasn't, it may, it may be um, less scared. I wasn't scared, hmm. um, but yeah, it was, yeah, it, it helps. I'll say it really helps. So
2: hmm. Interesting. yeah. No. no, honestly, I can't imagine how, I mean, I know you say that so easily right now, um, but I, I'm thinking if I was a woman and, and i to deliver in such a circumstance where, you know, I didn't have my husband or mom in probably a different COVID strange scenario. Yeah, I, I, I would have freaked out. Um, I I sound tough. I sound. I sound tough on the podcast, but honestly, I would have freaked out. I can I say something?
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, go on. on.
0: I'm sorry to bust your bubble, but you don't—you don't even sound tough on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, She's
4: like, oh, like
2: I don't like, know where you got, you got <laughs> your data from," but like, you don't sound You know oh, Yeah, that—that that is fair. That is fair. That is fair. That is fair. <laughs> and thank you for bringing me down to earth. <laughs> thank you for bringing me down to earth. <laughs> oh, I appreciate dear. it. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. But anyway, oh. if anything, that actually leaves, leaves pressure off me. Mm-hmm. Um. For that, and um, but honestly, I and I think that is a uh, that is difficult. And again, that's another thing that I'd never mentally placed in my head until I've heard that now. Yeah. And as you said, Sandra, you know, women handle pain differently. Women have different reactions to both scenarios. And even though I've heard yeah. both scenarios in my head. I've not heard multiple of of experiences through that Mm. and we're just what 15 minutes in and I'm, I'm, my voice is already shaking. God, (laughs) God help me. God help it to last to the end. Um, but on your end, how was your delivery day? Like,
0: Mm. okay. Um, so just to give a little um, history, my husband is a doctor.
3: Mm.
0: So, um, he was very chilled throughout the pregnancy. And for some reason, what that did was increase my anxiety. I just felt like he was not, whatever signs or symptoms, whatever things he was seeing that made him very relaxed, that made him feel like, oh, should be fine. You're, you know, I don't know what you people look at. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know what you people look at when you see my people. He was, so he's a doctor. His dad is a doctor. So, with the two of them, I would all be on the phone and they'll be talking about me. And it's like, oh no, no, this is fine. Even the that that so mm. what it was doing was giving me more anxiety. Mm. When if I felt anything and I came to him and I'm like, Oh, I think this or my midwife said mm. that, he'll just like know that so I just felt I wasn't being taken seriously mm. and it was increasing my anxiety. So I need to say that bit. So I really was anticipating the very worst. I'm not the kind of person, again, the encouragement a lot of people were giving me is, oh, but this person has done it. And I'm not the kind of person that that encourages. They've done it good for them. Hmm. I'm still worried about how I'm going to do it. Hmm. So I was really, really very scared. Also, at the time, my husband was working a week on, like he'll be away for a week and then he'll be home for a week. So my due date was on the week he was supposed to be away, but he was like, um, people don't always give birth on the exact due date, so we'll just try to get you very active the week before, like the week I'm around, that's his around. Mm-hmm. so that you'll give birth that week so it's like the, the ease with which all these things were just coming out of his mouth was it was really really increasing anxiety for me so so much anyway eventually the day before i had the baby i told him i wanted pizza so it's like he'll buy me pizza if i walk like if we take a walk to where i'm going to buy the pizza because i had stopped going to uni now i was now on maternity leave so i was lazy i wasn't really doing much and he's like you need to be active you know we need the baby to come a little bit earlier whatever whatever he's like um will you walk with me to get pizza and i really must have wanted pizza that night because i walked with him and we got there (laughs) he's like oh let's just walk around the neighborhood a bit and then we'll buy the pizza just as we like we've done the whole walking let's now buy the pizza he goes that he really needs to pee. So we have to go back home without the pizza. <sighs> I argued, argued. Anyway, we came back home. And then he's like, if she still wants it, we can go again. I really, must have, <laughs> I really must have wanted pizza because we went again. Wow. So you can imagine what it was like. I was now what, like, full term is 40 weeks. And I was now like, Thirty-eight or thirty-nine weeks pregnant, walking like that. Anyway, eventually we bought pizza. We got home. It was like ten p.m. We had pizza and went to sleep. And then I woke up around maybe four a.m. and I was like, my waist hurts. He's like, eh, you're pregnant now. Your waist so hot. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not the normal. My waist really, really hurts. He's like, eh. he wasn't even waking up to listen to me. Mm. It was just, it was getting intense. I'll go to the bathroom, I'll come out, I'll, and then it struck me that the pain was coming and going. I was like, okay, maybe I need to time this. Maybe it's contractions. Maybe I need to check Hmm. either the, like, time in between each contraction, if it was a contraction at that time. So I think I, I must have set the timer on my phone or whatever. So it might get a big graphic, sorry. <laughs> then my water oh. broke. Hmm. Oh, wow. So I was on the couch and I just felt water. So like I jumped off the couch
3: hmm.
0: and then I was walking towards the room. I was like, I was not calling him. I was like, I think, I think my water broke. I think my water broke. And then while I was still saying, I think my water broke, it now really poured. So hmm. it was now oh Yes, That's what it was. And this man went and brought a mop and was mopping the water. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. So at this point, when he was now mopping it, I now asked, is it really the water? Because it can't be the water it's now. The water and and <laughs> I'm like, is it really the water? And I'll say, yeah, yeah. I mean, in retrospect, right now, I realized that that was him trying to like, that was him trying to steady his own oh. self, but it was just weird that, so, you know, that's why I had to give that context of him being a doctor. So I think he knew things that I didn't know, and he just appeared calmer than I was. Mm. Anyway, so we figured we need to call the hospital. We grabbed the phone. He dialed two wrong numbers first. Uh. And then oh <laughs> <eventually Yeah. laughs> he dialed to the wrong number so the first we, we, we called the hospital and they're like no we don't have any such records I'm like how can you not have any such records mm. and then eventually realized it was the wrong number anyway we got the hospital and they're like okay you can come in mm. uh, we live very close to the hospital but all the same I've always imagined that day we had just moved to the UK so we didn't have a car so he said we should walk to the hospital another surprise anyway yeah we did walk to the hospital it was it was a 10 to 15 minute walk wow we got to the hospital and i think for that reason the nurses didn't take me serious they're like okay just come in take this room you'll probably be here till evening Hmm. and all that obviously time is now passing and it's getting the contractions are really really getting intense now I got to the hospital, say six o'clock and to just sum all of this up, I don't think anybody thought I I was ready or that it was going to happen soon. Personally, I also, I thought I was really Mm. going to be there till evening. So when they started offering the pain meds, I took paracetamol Mm. because I was anticipating Uh. worse in the future. (laughs) Anyway, I got to hospital at six and by nine, baby was born.
1: So, oh, wow.
0: yeah, <laughs> it went, it went, it went, you know, I didn't even like, I really anticipated worse. Hmm. So I don't know, maybe the anxiety I had from throughout the pregnancy or whatever, but by nine o'clock baby was born. And I remember having this feeling of, oh my God, it's done, it's done, <laughs> like, like this has finished, that's really, really ended. So yeah. Yeah. Spent like three hours. So by 12 o'clock, I was already Mm. discharged from the labor ward. And they then took me to like where every other woman with her baby was. And the next day, I was going home. So, something else I just want to point out from this (laughs) is I don't think I've really had a lot of places where it was okay to say the story like this. Because I think a lot of people have really dramatic stories. And Mm. this almost feels like, I don't know, you're shaming them or you're rubbing it in their face. So mm. a lot of times really, I don't, I don't tell the story the way I've told it because it's, I mean, it's still, it's still a very big miracle to me. And mm. I really pray that if I have another child, I want a similar story because it mm. went better. Apparently the nurses were now, it was now just among the nurses that, ah, did you see the, the black lady that came? She yeah. had just just paracetamol, oh my God. It's not that I plan to have just for a summer i was I was just bidding time because I expected to be there for longer, but mm-hmm. yeah, everything went pretty quickly, so that's
2: yeah. that's funny because that that immediately even reflects what Andrea said um, when she spoke about you know, you might have different women go through the same thing and have different experiences. And yeah. I don't know if there's research for this. I don't know which explains this. I don't know. But to be like hearing both sides, like what's your immediate immediate thoughts?
4: So, um, a couple of months ago, I think I I asked my mom how you know I guess her own experience was you know uh you know giving birth to me. And before she told me, I knew she had done like a CS, and I knew you know she spent longer than usual in in, in the hospital. But she didn't really tell me the details. I, that day, I just asked, and Jen ended up writing this whole long story of how you know, my dad, like they had to move her from one hospital to another. My dad had to go find blood, but her blood was kind of like one of the scarce kinds. So it took a while and she was in a lot of pain and all those things. And she was in labor for so many hours before they eventually said, okay, look, we can't wait anymore. The baby's almost in distress and all of that. And I was looking at the message and I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm like, I'm like, wait, and I just started thinking of all the, I don't know it's just so just hearing the, this two sides of the story like even though like when you, you said you said your story as well even just seeing how your husband was you know in in that process also kind of like i can relate and i also can relate as well but i'm like i can't imagine how it must have been for you being in that position where you feel like there's a lot of stuff going on but everybody else seems to think it's normal. So you're not like, okay, am I overreacting or this sort of things? And I can't really relate. but for the longest time, like I've always been for the lack of a better word, scared of pregnancies, right? Because, like people, people talk about it. It's like you ask someone, and they like, they want to have like four babies, six babies, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. For the earliest time, <laughs> see, for the earliest time, I I when people used to ask me, I used to say like four. But I think when I, once I started to understand the birth process, I was like, see, it's not my decision to say. But if it's only, <laughs> if it's only one, the person wants, like I'm perfectly fine because. I, I, I'm i personally even I, I feel like the fear I would have in that situation I don't think it would be more but honestly I don't think I'll be your husband and be all chill I'll be very scared even from day one because a whole human beings growing inside of you like I don't know like so anyways hearing these two stories you women are like absolute champions to be honest that's all I can say for now but thank you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Cool. <laughs> no, I was just um, telling Owen that, you know, I feel like it might be such a weird place to be when, you know, you're in labor, no matter, even mm-hmm. if you're a doctor or you, you, whatever, once you're in labor, it's like a helpless state because you definitely need help. Mm-hmm. And, and you're often surrounded by strangers as well, even if your family is there, mm-hmm. but you will be strangers. And that might be a very weird state to be in because... You have to pretty much relinquish every form of control for the most important moment of your life, possibly. Mm-hmm. And that might be crazy weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. It definitely was. Um, like, because, like I said, I had surgery. So they had to numb my, uh, well, okay, so I got what we call spinal anesthesia. And they had to numb me down from like the um, mid chest, like just below my chest downwards. So I couldn't feel anything mm. after that. So when they put that, they literally had to help me lift my legs. Put it on the table, I had to help me transfer from bed to bed. So it felt a bit weird for the longest time. And then being in pain, I needed the nurse to help me walk around initially for the first few hours. Just everything was, like you said, felt a bit helpless, <laughs> even with the baby yeah. and all. That was the first time we obviously having a baby. So it was, it was interesting to have it. to. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I'm just want, sorry to take over your podcast, guys. But I'm, really <laughs> no, <curious>. no. <laughs> but I'm just wondering, like, particularly for you being a doctor, did you have a moment of? I mean, you know what the you have knowledge now, all those mm-hmm. things. Because for me, I didn't even know what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But did you have a moment of thinking, you guys better cut that thing three cm deep. Don't go <laughs> to the lower right. Or don't go. Did you have moments where, like, the the knowledge you have. You were just wondering <laughs> if people were going to do things in the right way.
1: Yeah. Um, so yes, that even actually happened. That was when after the surgery. So, um, okay, the surgery was a bit easier because I'm like, ah, you've done this so you better have <laughs> no sense to do it. But, um, so they, I reacted to the anesthesia, which is not really a common thing back home. We don't usually have that. And they are taking consent to give me the anesthesia and everything. But not, nobody mentioned anything about Eating badly, and I was eating so badly, like all over my body. I just couldn't eat enough. And I'm like, I had to be the one to ask, Can I get something? But they kept giving me, it's like, I have like this nail in my head, and they're giving me pasta more I'm Like, can you please give me? I said, I literally had to say, Don't you have this? Can't you give me this? You're like, Oh, okay, okay, now I'll come. So I had to at some point say, Can you just get a hold So I was a bit pissed off at some point. Um, well the aging the didn't help but yeah so that actually definitely happened <laughs> so I'm like, and then initially they wanted to keep me in the hospital longer because uh, i delivered on monday so i wanted to be out of the hospital by by wednesday because mm-hmm. i'm like so they were trying, trying to say that oh that would happen like we have to do. I'm like i'm fine everything is good i can walk around i need to I'm, i want to be so i literally had to put my foot down that i'm living today we don't like it, we don't like it. <laughs> so things like that so yeah so yeah so I had to do
2: that little so. yeah Oh, that's interesting and and I mean I think I think it's good it's a good it's a good way where you know that knowledge you had mm-hmm. stop, made the helplessness cut short at a certain point where you yeah. knew what was going on you knew what to be done and mm-hmm. um, but I want to move on to the physical aspect of things now and post baby but actually before mm-hmm. I do I want to ask a question that again I it led by media that I always see the moment where you held your baby for the first time. What was that? Like, was that everything I see on TV or was what, what was it like for the very first time that you saw your baby's face? Like, what did you feel? Tamera. It was, it
1: was, <laughs> my first reaction like oh my god so it was you giving all those kicks <laughs> so they, they, they had to literally lift him up so I, I, I was obviously awake so they lifted up to the screen i was like and was yelling so loud like, like oh my god then when i got to hold him they didn't lie about that fact it was absolutely amazing it was like oh my god this little human being and he was so you know i'm a mother like, you know, he's like he's cute he like, like, was so cute and small and tiny I just I don't know, it was amazing. It definitely was amazing. The first touch, getting to hold him, everything was it was definitely amazing. And one of the best parts of the whole thing. So yeah, getting to meet him ah. finally. <laughs> so ah. Yeah, it was actually
3: good. Finally.
0: It wasn't very mushy for me. Not that I felt any <laughs> any hate or anything, but my first thought was really. Uh, like this has ended. Okay, this labor didn't take my life. I didn't give birth to a deformed child. Like we're both out of this, like we've really, really come out. So it wasn't really, oh my God, come, I want to hold you. It was like, thank you, Christ. Like this really, I think it ended in praise if I may put it Mm -hmm. like that. So Mm -hmm. it was really more gratitude to God that, this because i remember that when he came out when when they were still changing and, and all that call me weird but i was asking questions like as in zulu his fingers are complete like his toes are complete <laughs> everything like, so when they handed him over yo, to me,
2: that that anxiety got you bad yeah so when they handed him over to them <laughs> yeah. like as in god
0: like i really came out of this one on scale, like
2: wow. mm,
0: mm. no issues because mm. no no i i at every step i was like okay delivery can go well but yeah that, that so there's so many things that can happen and i just mm-hmm. felt like both of us are home dry everybody's yeah. fine mm-hmm. and yeah the rush of love came later boy was just gratitude <laughs> to god in that moment <laughs> this is so
2: crazy.
4: like <laughs> 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 no i'm just gonna say like this sounds <laughs> so real like you know like you said mm-hmm the part they show us, obviously they pick them, choose their moments of what they show us when it comes to like mm-hmm. and things like that. But to hear like, you know, someone say, okay, yeah, sure. Like the cuteness is, is all great. But like, okay. initially, like these are my initial worries that I need to be sure. And I, I feel like yeah, I think so that people. in a kind of way, because every time I think about it, it's always about, you know, not like what could go wrong, but like all the hurdles you have to cross. I think that's how I think mm-hmm. about it because I'm such a process person, and so I'm thinking even even if I was in that situation now, like yet you see that the baby is cute, but I think my mind is still thinking, okay, what are the other things? Have we checked everything? Is everything okay? Like all those kind of things before. Oh, I think my. it's maybe when I probably when we get home or we want to leave the hospital and everything is okay. That's a hit. But I still feel like I'll still be this very, you know, helicopter person trying to make sure that everything <laughs> is okay. I'll just ask, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, you know, all of these things. And the fact that babies can't, you can't, like, you don't understand. They just cry. Happy, sad, whatever. <laughs> they just cry. So it's like, I-, I want to be able to fix things. So if are- you are guys <laughs> <pissed>. <laughs> if you are just crying, like it would drive me absolutely crazy. I I was-, I was watching an episode of Flash like a couple of days ago, and it was when there was a birth scene, and. Uh, for, it was fiction obviously and she had a superpower where she could read people's minds so for the first couple of weeks of her baby's birth like she always knew what the baby wanted and oh, what. wow for, right but then she lost her powers and she started to freak out because she's like now nah, she doesn't even understand anything i'm like ah, yes this is, this, is what we're about this is what we're talking about here like this is crazy this is absolutely crazy uh, yeah, oh yeah
1: i think think, yeah, absolutely for me i think that came afterwards because okay well i guess you still ask questions later it's literally like trial and trial and error because maybe it's crying you have to literally rule out everything okay it's not this it's not this okay let's try this because they can't say oh my head is hurting oh my diet is wet oh i'm hungry you just can try to extrapolate and say okay let's try maybe that would work but something. so yeah, you're, you're
2: very right. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, they go. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it's, it's, wow. Um, so, <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, so on the physical side of things, it's a huge physical ordeal, regardless of how you have a baby. It's a massive ordeal to even grow someone in your belly. You know, me, me just having an ankle sprain, I, I, I'm on the floor acting like my world it's crumbling. But when you're growing someone for nine months and you have to go through this process of delivering them into this world, it's a huge physical ordeal. And obviously, from what I've read, from what I've heard, from what I've seen, the body has changes that happen. Mm-hmm. But even before that, yeah, you are still like recovering from that, you know, ordeal that you went to in the hospital. So, like owing for you, how was that recovery process like in terms of everything so from you know from bleeding from from the hurts how did you manage that was it what you expected how did you survive those three four initial four five weeks first baby
0: um i think the hardest were probably i mean it it, it get kept getting easier every morning so the first two days it was just zulu and i my mom had my mom came eventually but she hadn't come So the first two days, like we described, it's just confusion. You don't, I I didn't really know what I was doing, Mm. to be honest. So for me, I I just tried to focus on keeping this little human being alive. (laughs) (laughs) So I couldn't, there were just a lot of things that both of us, we didn't know. Mm. You put him in his cot, he won't sleep. But then when you hold him, he will sleep. So we figured, okay, we'll just take turns you hold him and I'll sleep for two hours and then I'll hold him. So we were really, those first two days, we were really just waiting for my mom to come. Mm. I didn't try to give him a bath. I didn't, because I just Mm. felt, imagine giving him a bath and then he falls off my hand. Like, what will I say that happened there? So those first two days, I was just waiting for my mom. I was doing the bare minimum to make sure he stays alive then when my mom came it really became things changed dramatically because she'll take him for the night and just tell me to go and sleep so for the next month Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i don't really know what (laughs) i just i was just very i I just trusted that he was in very safe hands so Mm -hmm. my mom was really taking care so in that aspect i think i really my job really started after my mom left Mm -hmm. As for the bleeding, that was completely unexpected. I don't think I really anticipated how much and for how long Mm. that was going to go on. didn't tell you? I guess I didn't ask or I didn't pay attention or I was (laughs) focusing so much on what the actual delivery day would be. Mm. Because Uh, I had moments when I was thinking, We're still here. It's not yet over. Mm -hmm. So it's that was um completely Mm -hmm. distressing for me and 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 stressful because I I thought it was an issue of one week and we're done with this. But I think it went on for three weeks, maybe onto the fourth week, and that really that bit of it really surprised me. Um another thing I found surprising that I thought, I think I took it for granted that. They say when you're breastfeeding, then your, your menstrual cycle is not going to return.
3: Mm. 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 Mm.
0: But mm. mine returned in six weeks. Mm. Like, oh, so wow. I barely had just six weeks and I'm like, I'm even exclusively breastfeeding. So what's mm. like, so yeah, so <coughs> that whole bit of it was just at a point. I was almost angry, like those that deceived me, those of you that told me that (laughs) that at least I don't have to worry about periods again, six weeks on the dot. Like when I say on the dot, it's literally as I was going for my six weeks appointment Mm. that I realized. And and I was like, okay, maybe still just the normal bleeding. And then the doctor was like, oh, no, I think that must be a period. I say, this (laughs) baby's six maybe six weeks so are you sure but yeah so you know that's that's bleeding and the the whole my menstrual cycle part
2: of it was a bit um
0: yeah mm. Mm. distressing
2: for how about, me um, um, how about sorry so like when like doing that distress i mean mm-hmm. how did you cope with that because i feel like on one end you're feeling like it's normal but on one end you're normal pregnant and your body should be normal, but your body is not normal. And on the other end, you're battling the fact that baby's already here in in real life mm-hmm. and your body's still healing from this. Like, how did you manage all of that? Because it sounds like it's a it's a point where after the baby's born, you should you should feel like, okay, my my old self, welcome mm-hmm. back. <laughs> but then like, but then like every day, is, every day is a reminder that your old self is not back yet.
0: Um, I I I don't remember the details very much right now, but I think that I I eventually got to a point where I accepted that 10 years, 20 years, whatever, my old self is not going to come back. Like I just <coughs> have to deal with the self that I have hmm. now. Because that's that image of, oh, okay, I need to go back to how maybe how I looked physically nine months ago or whatever i i got to a point where i just had to to let go of that and just say you know what it's not it's not going to happen Mm -hmm. just make peace with what you look like now and everything that is going on now and that really helped me i don't know i don't remember exactly how long it took me to get to that point
2: and 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 just before I move on, to, um, you know, I think what you said is actually really important because mm-hmm. when you're surprised with the physical changes that you have,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: mentally, mentally you don't accept your, your new state, it might be difficult to comprehend and even live in that state. Mm-hmm. So, so I think you know you're accepting that and saying, well, this is this is who I am now, and it's perfectly okay.
3: Yeah, probably yeah, it
2: gave you a good, you know, I don't know, not as confidence boost, but a relaxed.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely made me more relaxed. And I also have to add that I I guess the people around me, too, uh, my mom, my mother-in-law and my husband, they were. They always reminded me that it's not don't put pressure on yourself. You lose the weight when you lose it. You the belly will go back or it won't. And that's okay as well. So they, a lot, maybe they, I I think I'm a perfectionist. So Mm -hmm. I think people around me spotted that early and Mm -hmm. really made it a point of duty to keep telling me that, look, it's fine, it's okay. So that Mm -hmm. helped me get to the point really quickly, fairly quickly, when I accepted that. Things may never be
2: the same, and that's okay. Tamla, um, so in that, in that same vein, like, how did you deal with that? You know, entire physical body change post baby.
1: Um, to be fair, I'm definitely still dealing with <laughs> dealing with it. I haven't, I haven't quite accepted like what we have. Um, after, after maybe shortly after my baby, I went almost. Um, I think I was closer to my pre-baby week. But then, when you're feeding your baby, you kind of get really, really, really hungry. Like, like, famished. There were times I went through look for, for that 3 a.m. I had to eat a full plate of rice. And so, it, I had to kind of watch, uh, watch that. And also, I think, so now I'm still kind of eating a little more than, than than I usually would have. Of course, that lets
3: me
1: gain weight and all. But initially, like, my husband was fine with it like ah you look nice and everything more to share kind of thing but well, like there are people that would still make comments that would make so sometimes I forget about it I still try to exercise and try to like I probably like what you said won't never be back to the place I was with baby ballist. i my mind all likes to be close to it or at least far from it again But like um I like this didn't happen like a few days back like on, I was about leaving work, and that, ah, I was mean. like, ah, what's happening? Ah, you're really big now, That ah, this is just your first baby, what would you do when it's your second? Oh son. my god. And boy, I, she's kind of my friend at work, but, so I just smiled, but like, that that got me, like, mm. I, I was literally thinking about it all the way to my house, and but, like, even before that, my mom kept saying, so to eat." Like not, not, not wanting to eat, but like, oh my God, better oh, like like eat and everything. After like maybe six months, we'll be able to like cook back and everything and stuff like that. So she was quite supportive about it. But unfortunately for her, <laughs> that day I literally walked in and then she started to giggle. I'm like, what? She's like, nothing. I said, what? I, said, ah, I, can't, I can't get over how big you are now. I was like, oh my God, that was like the worst thing she'd have said to me. I just literally walked out. I was so upset. <laughs> Oh i'm like what do you mean are you calling me I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, look really nice oh. so I was, so it, and still so like yeah so it's still getting to me i'm trying i want to like literally work on it because i'm like maybe like uh not too. ideally it's not it's not too far to be honest i'm like maybe seven eighty here but still i'm like ah, oh god so thoughts like that and comments like that kind of Sets me off a bit, so I'm. Um, I have this, so like say, acquaintance slash friend that uh, who had the baby around the same time. That I did. so peer pressure is not peer pressure, but like what you see also kind of affects it. Because she's like, you no, know, when they say real snapback, she's like complete snapback. Like, and she's <laughs> tummy flat everything perfect. I'm like, goodness gracious me, <laughs> did, did, this lady does have a baby. And I like, look down myself like, ah. Jesus help me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard. I'm still trying to work on it. I'm still trying to mentally and like being. Okay. Most a lot of times, I'm fine with it. But even trying to wear clothes I had before, and then I pull, I'm like, ah, it's so tired. <laughs> like, so I'm still. I'm trying to accept it. To be fair. It's not. I'm not completely there. Sometimes I'm like, oh, whatever. Sorry. And right. other times I'm like, ah, oh, God, I wish my tummy was so flat. I wish this, this, this. I'm finally doing it, but I think what we did what the most is actually the tummy parts, so like you have to wear nice looking dress and you have to start sucking your tummy like oh, social sure, kind of thing so yeah, so yeah i'm not I'm not quite wearing for you yet <laughs> that
2: again adds another layer of incredibleness to this because you're dealing with so many changes, not just even body, but social changes,
3: mm-hmm. things
2: that you' all your life you're not accustomed to and all of a sudden it's it's been mirrored in your social circles and it's a case whereby it's not as if you actually sat down in a club or a house or room chugging ice cream for nine months Mm. you're growing a damn human being (laughs) and i just find that interesting and i find it also crazy that they see the idea of even people underestimate the idea of your wardrobe changing I don't have a big wardrobe Mm -hmm. but i can imagine if everything i have right now half of it i can't wear anymore yeah that would be hard for me because normally all all my all my clothes are like black t-shirts and black jumpers and just a few other colors but tell me how to go and buy something else that make my body look certain way Mm
3: -hmm.
2: that's just too many changes and this is hard. <laughs> and and do, do, do you know what's even
4: weird again? Because we obviously we've grown up and uh, we lived in a society where a lot of attention is paid to women's bodies, right? And you know, for for people that have to go through the things you guys have to go through in bringing a baby, another human being out, for those same metrics to still be the things like people try to point at, and it's crazy because like. A man adding 10 gauge or what like sure, maybe these days people are trying to keep fit and things like that, but nobody really cares, you understand, but the man doesn't have to go through anything, he drank his beer to that point, or so you can blame it he on did. genetics if he wants to, but for someone that has gone through nine months of like severe body, honestly, I, I can't, I don't know. I wish there was a way to, not wish, but if there was a way to like share that experience where, okay, maybe for the first four and a half months, the guy or the woman carries it and then the next four and a half we we kind of like hand no. the button over. Like, no. because I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, <laughs> because, no, you know. No,
0: no I, I, I told, I was telling my husband something. I was like, I don't even, I don't even remember the context for, I was like, sometimes I wish that at each point we didn't know who was going to get pregnant.
4: Mm. like
0: okay yeah we had sex and so everybody just go and wait for your period
4: wait, wait, see if you're the one
0: yes if, if you're the one if you're the one that got pregnant okay oh it for us. <laughs> if i'm the one that got pregnant <laughs> he, did that sounds a
2: lot like 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 russian roulette and that's, <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, oh no, because like it's it's crazy. Because I, I feel know. I feel like if that was even the case, like everybody will approach the subject with a little bit more respect. Like mm-hmm. one person cannot just be very sure that it will not be them. Like <laughs> just have some have some reverence at least. I know that like it, it may be that to end up being me all the time, but you at least
1: <laughs> be afraid just, of it. Yeah, be afraid
0: yeah. a little. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Yes, yes. I was this could be I was totally <laughs> in support of that, to be honest, because like, I just it's, it's, it's really radical, to be honest. But yeah, what are you going to, <laughs> to do?
2: No, it's just, um, yeah, just the idea of the number of changes on so many levels. And I think if you document all the changes that happen across changes that are tangible, changes that are not tangible, it's a lot to process in a short time span. In just a year and six months or a year, and five months—it's a lot. And you know, like Tamara, based on what you said about you know your bodily changes and people and your friends, like, do you think? Do you think that would have been better off if you were? I don't know, like, if you had like if it was like your third baby, do you think that would have mattered, or or does it? Or like, what what does what do you think? Like, do you think if it was the first baby? you know, it makes it harder to comprehend than if it was your third, for example.
1: Um, I, think, I think it might have been better because the kind, those kinds of comments would probably just have rolled off over me, that kind of thing. Because I've done this, that's, that would have been my third radio here, so it's so like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever will happen, will happen. that kind of thing. But I still, I'm not sure anybody really <laughs> likes being called back. <laughs> so it still has bothered me a little bit, but maybe not as, not as much so yeah it would, it would have been easier to handle then but yeah definitely have been and, easier
2: and, and, and how many how many, how many hours do you sleep on average now
1: oh oh wow um maybe
3: four Me, oh my god oh yeah, my god
1: four. wow four. Oh. yeah yeah because I have to offer like 6.30 a because of work Mm. and then i think i finally fell asleep at about one after mm. then in between my baby wakes up to eat so yeah the four is an average yeah so like, so like even when
2: you're, even if, even the four hours is not like a straight four hours it's intervals
1: so no 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 definitely i don't think i can stay four hours in a while well, oh yeah but
2: <laughs> like do you oh, sleep? Well,
1: obviously,
0: obviously, Jesse is much older right Older, now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a year and a half now. Ah, so dude, we're, sleeping, <laughs> we're sleeping through the night. But at that time, when he was really little, the most I got together was probably an hour and a half at this stretch. Yeah. And, you know, that's the most because he would wake up to – I had to feed him every three hours. Mm. So every three hours, and obviously, I'm not a baby. I'll feed him three hours, and then
2: so I'm not oh, going to so fall you feed him every three hours of the day or even at every night. Every
0: three too. hours of 24
1: hours. Oh, god, I remember I had to time it when I was at my baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alarms.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he has to, he had to feed every three hours. Then
2: what happens if you miss one, one, three hours?
0: You can't miss it. (laughs) I assure you, you can't miss it. You hear, you hear him. You hear from him and his lawyers. (laughs) So there's no way you'd have missed it because you know he'll wake up and cry and all of that. So wake up, feed, probably do a change, and then I had to sometimes even so you wake up, feed him, and then when I eventually resumed. Back at uni, I had to be expressing to leave yeah. for my childcare. Mm-hmm. So that's additional time again that I'm spending to have that ready. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I slept more than an hour and a half for the first, at least six months of his life. And then it started increasing two hours, three hours, four. And the first time he slept through the night, <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do with myself. Like, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think oh I, I, I probably, I woke up at those times. and As usual, yeah. I yeah, I'll just that, wake that. up and I'm like, as he's really sleeping. You know? Hey. <laughs> and then I'll go back to sleep. So, yeah, it, it was. So now it's no longer him waking up to eat. but It's literally him being my, my, yeah, shadow. Mm. No, so I'll put him to bed and then I'll tiptoe out of the If he turns around and realizes that you're not there, oh my goodness, he's (laughs) running out and coming to find you wherever you are. So I I can sleep now, but the problem is sometimes that I want him to sleep but I don't want to sleep. Mm. Mm. Do you understand? So I have to stay there until he has slept off, and then I'll run out and then be quiet. So we're sleeping much better now, but. It's, mm-hmm. still, it's still a weird arrangement because, yeah, there's a kid in the house.
2: <laughs> I'm not, um, I think I said something earlier before.
1: Okay, no, I just remembered like a few days ago. I think my, my baby slept for like four hours straight. I was, I was literally worried. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm hearing. He's like, okay, he's still breathing. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm so used to it. Like, he wakes up at least like twice the night and i'm not an early sleeper so i, I probably fall asleep at one and then he wakes up like twice when i first had him because so like you ask the question as to if you miss um, the three hours when they're newly yeah. born you actually tell them you, they tell you and uh, that's the teaching anyway because sometimes newborns tend to sleep like they sleep they sleep like 21 hours out of 24. so if you don't feed them they can actually keep sleeping but they could not to sound uh, <laughs> right yeah, but, but not, start they can't sleep low in, so they sugar. Can't, yeah exactly so, and low sugar is pretty it's not it's, it's drastic, dangerous yeah. they can't sleep there. Yeah. so you might think they're sleeping but it's it's pretty dangerous so they encourage you actually every two to three hours you wake them up and if they're not eating you, you force them to cry out so they can eat you have to make sure they eat every it's easier least, initially i had to set alarms because i'll set an alarm three hours wake up picking yeah. up Eat him, put him back down. Eventually, he just got used to it. Yeah, so he would wait and wake up, yeah, hours yeah, and want to eat that kind of thing. Yeah, so but that now he's just he, he still does that. Uh, it's uh, not uh, as frequently, fair. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll like wow. to add that. That hey, takes something.
0: Yeah, I want to add that you know, that early stage takes a whole lot of discipline because. When he's sleeping like that, you're actually tempted to let him sleep. You you Mm. just maybe you just did the laundry or you just washed the bottles or you just like you really just want to let him continue sleeping, but Mm. (laughs) you shouldn't. So, (laughs) So, yeah, it's just
4: (laughs) we've we've kind of already touched on this a bit, and it was sort of like around the you know, I guess the, the bonding experience so far. Like, you know, you met, uh, you know, we talked about how. You know, you see the baby, the baby's all cute and all those things. But like obviously that's one moment. But like after that moment, did you think you bonded with your baby like quite easily? Because obviously in the movies again, based on what we shown to us, like you know, the baby is always happy to be with the mother and like there's just this, you know, bond that is going on that everyone sees. But I'm wondering if that's like actual reality.
0: Um, yeah, I I bonded with my baby, definitely. Hmm. But then I, I wouldn't exactly say it's uh, like anyway movies show us clips
3: mm.
0: so that's not everything i don't think that the um the uncute moments did anything to tamper with the bond i, ha- mm. I have or mm. had with my baby but those moments were definitely there when i was just trying to survive mm. I-, I was just they were really it, it was just very difficult i felt like this has taken over my whole life. It was still mm. I hadn't found, like, I hadn't found ways to would I say to still enjoy life. My life mm. had just changed dramatically mm. and was now all about this new person. So mm. yes, we had a bond, but I definitely struggled a lot of times when I felt like, okay, is this now it's forever? As in like when. I remember my mom stayed one month and left. Mm. And I remember the day she left, I remember having this feeling that, okay, all of you were interested in when will I be pregnant? When will Mm. I have a baby? And when, so now you've come and this is you going back to your life and leaving me here now with this, like forever, this is it now. (laughs) Like you've come for one month <laughs> and oh, grandma, grandma, you've done all that, and you're really oh, going As for you. The journey has been
3: hmm, hmm.
0: but for me, I, I, I'm not <laughs> going to get to do that. Not when he's one. Not when he's two. Not like I'm hmm. not going to get to do this for a while. So mm. I had that moment when I, I definitely struggled a lot with: Is this now my life? that Mm -hmm. bit of it was very hard when i felt like well if people like you said even among those that tension when i'll be seeing things happening in like i can tell that my friends are probably somewhere in uni and i just know i let's know i can't can't be there it's Mm. it's six i need to have picked up my baby i need to have gone home i need to have done so i I struggled (laughs) a whole lot with that like okay so this is it now
3: Mm
0: but where i'm at right now is i was talking to wally about this a couple of days ago is after he turned one i made one thing i did anyway was i made a lot of videos of him so watching those videos they felt so they felt really like they're so cute and so beautiful i'm like i can't believe these moments have passed and i started thinking i realized that the way i'm feeling about these moments that i'm now watching in video i don't think i felt This way when living the moment. Mm, mm. I I think I was just really stressed, focusing on, oh my God, my PhD is struggling, that is happening, this. I was just trying to get by. Mm. So, why am I reliving these moments in retrospect? Like, why am I now going, oh? (laughs) Well, when I was doing the video, I was probably just thinking, oh my God, when will this end? So since then, I've then made a conscious effort that, yeah, my old life is gone, Mm. but I can find new activities Mm. rather than just sitting with him indoors. He's playing with his toys and maybe I'm on Instagram or WhatsApp watching Wale host our friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I can actually now try to like create new activities in this, my new life. So. I've realized now that he likes to be outdoors. So I take him outside. It's literally just one hour of following him around. Mm. And what I'm trying to achieve by that is that by the time he's two, I don't want to watch these videos and only feel, you know, get all those sentiments from the videos, Mm. but knowing that I didn't get them in the moment. Mm. Mm. So I'm being more conscious now about getting, Really building that bond and feeling all the feelings
3: mm.
0: in real time, rather than via video in 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 future. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that has definitely helped. Well,
2: sure. I, I, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no so go on. Really, yeah.
4: yeah, you go on. You go on.
2: I was I was just gonna say I can imagine that more being real. Like I imagine the feeling missing out on things being real because, as I said, these changes changes sound so drastic and so. Immediate slash elongated, that yeah, for me, your, your former life is still I'm, very I'm, fresh I'm in your head.
0: I'm sorry, but I need to bring out the word immediate. It's <laughs> the immediate for me, like no transition time. Hmm. Do you understand? Hmm. Like, if I'm just imagining, you know what, what it was like during our masters? Do you understand?
3: Yeah. Suddenly,
0: yeah. by the time I came back, it changed like this. Like, Bam. Hmm.
3: do
0: you understand? We couldn't do all those. I, I couldn't just participate in a lot of things anymore. So I really spent a long time hating it. It's,
4: mm. it's, it's the. The suddenness it's, of. of yeah, it was, yeah. It was too yeah. sudden for me. Yeah.
3: yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tamara, how about, how about you? Like, you know, that feeling of bonding and just, you know, how's that gone for you so far? Oh, uh, it's, it's been, it's
3: not been too
1: bad in the sense that, well, i I've, Noticed myself trying to make a conscious effort to actually bond. I had to resume like what January, like when he was about three months. My parents came over. I got a nanny and all. But leaving work at three was a bit hard. So I still ended up getting home like four o'clock, sometimes five. And I would struggle with oh I want to try to back for him. I've been away from him for too long. And just try to also be around for some of the milestones and. Hmm. It's like I try not to miss out on certain things that when, when I get home so it's having to balance work and also spending time with him because I'll get back I still have I'm, oh, I'm just I'm just literally tired I'm back down so but I still want to still okay so I won't miss out on all of this so let me let me at least try to spend time with him i totally totally with what, what he said uh, an extrovert but still I, I still go out and all I remember trying to go out uh, we went out with him some maybe like last month or month or, or some weeks back Went to um, I don't know if you know sailors in Lagos. So they have a band, a live band, and everything. Wanted to take my parents out, my brother and I, and I I'm dressed up in all funky and stuff. Dressed my baby up all for me to get there. So as we're entering. The, the bouncer was like, ah, oh, he's a small baby, that there's loud music. I will leave you found, like, ah, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> My baby is cool. He likes loud noise. I, I literally, I, I sat down. He started to cry. And I, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. That's another, he was just crying. I tried to pass by him, did everything. And I had to go out. As I was walking out, I went, because it was outdoors. So I went inside and tried to leave. I passed the bouncer. So I was just like, I had to cry. I said, no, 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 I just want to stay out. Because <laughs> so I just let out. <laughs> but he cried throughout. Oh <laughs> he cried God. throughout, but I refused to tell the bouncer that like, yes, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to leave. I spent 10 hours at some point. I had to wait, <laughs> wait inside the car and then everybody, I had to wait for everybody to finish eating. We couldn't chill and spend time. We had to leave. That was just one of the moments I realized that ah, life has changed. Too. <laughs> or or now, now going, I can't literally just say to my friends, ah, I'll be there an and ah yeah. And I realized that way. Have to pass for one human being, change him, make sure he's fed. Then I'll not think, okay, let me get myself. So my usual, oh, I can leave the house in 30 minutes has extended to like two hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Serious exactly. life changing. <laughs> oh my god. I have to pack this bag and make sure. Oh, everything is packed. Okay, I have carriers. It's just it's amazing. Like, and I kind of go everywhere. I kind of I don't want to say, I have that. Maybe my husband has to. because of the kind of work my husband has is something has to be out or go for come parties and everything. And before I'll just randomly follow him. Now that can't happen. <laughs> so I'm just at home most of the time. Half of the time I'm tired from work. I'm, and I can't just carry him and go anywhere I want to. And also try to feel balanced that, okay, I have a nanny. At some point my parents are going to go. They're probably giving like another two. They've been a, an absolute blessing because even to my husband's because we can we can relax a bit at some point. But still I have to try not to relax too much and lose out on the fact that okay I still have a baby I still have to try to bond with but when they're gone it's just both of us. So I have a mm-hmm. nanny also I have to try not to shelf a lot of the responsibilities to her. Mm-hmm. So uh, he ends up feeling more attached to her than myself. So all those kinds of things I i'm still trying to like work on and just yeah. ensure they'll try as much as possible, I try my best to make sure we kind of have the one and my time is only going to increase at some point i still have the nursing mother's this time so i closed like two hours early but at some point i'm going to start closing at five enter the lagos traffic and then spend another one hour trying to get home and i've left the house like 7 30 so imagine the long up and i have and just a few just... hours of the night yeah. before he had to fall asleep so the cycle is just like that and I've, I've, it's amazing I've, I've, i'm i'm my husband still talking like I "Should we put him inside crash or even with them so all those kinds of decisions and Hmm. Like the fact that I have barely a few hours of the day to spend. It. I at some point I remember when I was pregnant, I considered quitting my job. Like oh, maybe I should just not work. <laughs> just stay at home because my work is really, really tasking And hmm. it's just I don't know. It's <laughs> it's, it's a lot of balance because you, you don't want to miss, miss out on a lot of things and make sure you yeah, are at least as much of a, a friend as your yeah, Maybe still a baby, but my still a baby, but I still. I don't want him to be at least still as mommy, and not some other person. Person yeah, is
0: yeah, just yeah. 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 So, so, let, that, let me just say. Let me just say something. That, Can I say yeah. something? about yeah, yeah, Yesterday, yeah. so um, yesterday I dropped Jesse off at the childminders. Something that made me sad yesterday. So I dropped him off, and as soon as he got in, he just sat on the staircase and started taking off his shoes. I'd never seen him do that before. So like the childminder was cheering him on, like.
3: Mm -hmm. Go ahead and
0: do it. So I
1: was shocked, like. You can't do that.
0: Like, (laughs) like, when did that happen? I I mean, he didn't actually get it off, but he he, like, he pulled on the Velcro. Mm -hmm. So obviously uh, I I, I knew it was intentional. It wasn't random Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. he walked straight there, sat and just pulled on the Velcro. And so I I actually said it out. I'm like, he's taking off his shoes or he can take off his shoes. And the child miner is like, Oh yeah, I've been trying to teach him to do that or Mm -hmm. you know, something of that sort. And then she said something that she's my friend. I know she didn't mean any harm, but like I had tears in my eyes till I got to uni. She said something like, Oh, mommy doesn't know all the things we can do. She's busy. (sighs) (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness. I know, I know she did not mean any harm. Are
2: you sure? (laughs)
0: no i'm very i'm very certain she didn't yeah. mean any harm but
2: mm-hmm.
0: like i just didn't wow so My this goodness. phd now is this still worth it like is this <laughs> like it, it's, it, it so it's the worry of like i get stressed from having a child but i don't think it's the the biggest stress for me is things like this not being there.
3: Yeah.
0: When I'm doing the actual work, that can be hard too but it's the thought of not being there yeah. that, it, that that causes me more anxiety like that thing when I, when I dropped him off, I called my husband I told him i like I had a bad day yesterday because of that because it was just it was playing on my mind I'm like Is, am i am I not doing enough am I not am I <clears throat> and <laughs> the emotions
2: were much yeah oh sorry Um, i'm sorry sorry to hear that i can't
0: yeah
2: i can't i can't i can't imagine you know when you feel like something that that is your is your own not just offspring but part of you um you feel like you're not doing the adequate things that they, Mm -hmm. they, they 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 you should be doing but also yeah. when when are not experiencing it through somebody else
0: that's like it's like, that's I mean, a bit, it, it, that's it, a bit it, frightening it was already it was already it was already weird seeing him go
4: to take off his shoes hmm. okay exactly enough you're processing that already yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm
0: processing that already like oh he can't do that and then she said uh, that and i know her like even till, even as i was feeling sad i knew she was not trying to sob Mm. I know that if I even raised it with her, she would have apologized with, to me. Mm. But I, I really wasn't sad about her saying it. It was. But I was yeah, just asking myself yeah. that: Am I yeah. am I really being too busy? Like, it's what what's more important here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: you know, you know, you know. And what this makes me think about is is what we said earlier as well, like about sharing responsibilities. Because I'm just thinking how the way society is designed, where you know. Um, it's not like even in the workplace, things have been trying to get improved, but there's still a lot of like disconnect between how workplaces are designed and how it fits into the life of a working mom. So it's like everything is sort of like built against you. Like you're fighting so much, yeah. right? As as an adult that is growing up in a society that you want to, you know, be a valuable member of society, but you also want to be yeah. a mother as well. But it's like, okay, at what point do you manage that balancing act? And yeah, I, I don't know. like
2: <laughs> it always makes- Cause it feel like 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 you have to make a choice mm. at, at some phase. It feels like you a zero. It creates moments where you have to choose 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 that work as you said to be or over over extra love or sufficient love. Mm. It's it forces you into a choice, which yeah. which is a messed up choice to, to have to even think about.
4: Mm, mm, mm.
2: Absolutely.
4: Uh, they're
1: actually, I think, I think uh, we're kind of blessed in like being in Nigeria and being in the UK. I think the UK has like this fantastic um, uh, maternity leave that that um, they get. I think you can get almost up to a year. Kids, mm-hmm. I think mater- yeah. you can get to six months, but in places like America, it's six weeks. Hmm. Yeah, From say. the moment you deliver a baby you you have to get back to work, it's six yeah. weeks. And I, I guess. And sometimes so, like, the six weeks w- could be unpaid. Mm. I'm just wondering, as like, what will happen as I get busier every time? Mm. What's going to happen? But I don't know. If God's grace i
2: <laughs> we're about it. but What can yeah. we do? Now? Yeah. Um, I'm 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 curious about something, and Toby. Um, sorry, anyone ask a question, but just let me ask no, it no it way before way. you go. Um, can you guys describe? Because we're talking about attachment to our baby, not our baby. Sorry, <laughs> to your, your baby. And 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 it's a case of again, apologies. Uh, maybe I'm being a daydream. Um, <laughs> and, and, and and it's a case of like having to see this moment unfold. It screams. That screams where everyone says, "Okay, yeah, you love your baby, right?" Mm. But I'm curious, like what. What moment, what moment did you realize that I love this human being? And what does that look like? Because when the people say that, oh, like your child is someone you can give your life for or you can give everything for, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that feels like. Like as a feeling, as an emotion, as an action, whatever, I don't know. Can you guys articulate that in any way? Like what moment did you feel that? And how does it actually feel like in any respect? Mm-hmm. Let me start with when you on this one.
0: Um, for me, the moment I realized was when I just knew that I, I always tell my friends something that I don't know what Jesse will compete with in my life and lose. Mm. Uh, I can't think of what it is. And I have things that I've really, really struggled to get. Mm. But when I think of him on one side and them on the other side, the choice is very easy well maybe not very easy it's very clear Hmm. i'll probably still be sad that i had to let something go Hmm. but it's not it's not really a question what am i going to choose so let's say uh, for instance maybe the main other thing competing for my time right now would be my research but I can't imagine how important what I have, the meeting I'll have, or what I have to do in the lab that day. Like, I, can't, I really can't imagine what else will be important and I'll be wondering, oh, am I going to, can I do this for Jesse or can I? Everything else will fall in line. Everything mm-hmm. else will be fine. I'll probably be sad to have to send the email to say, oh, sorry, I can't do it. But it's just one thing that I've found that it always easily comes first. Mm. sometimes we're like oh it's my birthday or it's my husband's birthday or let's try to schedule our walk so that we can have time and each of us is thinking Ah, boy if I take this time off it's going to look like but when it comes to Jesse that's
2: mm.
0: whatever is happening at work will be fine they'll mm. cope
3: mm. Mm. all
0: right so for me that's when I just knew that it's yeah, <laughs> that's just yeah. that he. he I, I can't think of anything that he'll compete with and lose. It's
4: mm, mm, mm. very yeah. pumping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. how are you?
1: Um, not cheesy or anything. The first time that <laughs> there was actually, I think for me, just from that, I had a baby, first time I felt him move in my tummy. And then the first time he kicked me or things like that (laughs) were pretty amazing. Like um, the first, like I said, my mom wasn't with me. My sister tried. She was awesome. And she was with me as much as she could be. But most of the day was just both of us.
3: Mm.
1: Or I think, I think, I think one moment I I remember was I think sometimes, so when, when I was there, sometimes I'll just drop him off my sister and just, um, just just have time to do some certain things. So he'll be crying and everything. And the moment, as early as, like, a month old, the moment I held him, he'll stop crying. Mm. <laughs> my, my sister mother my mom like, ah, oh, he's so son and he already knows his money. But that made <laughs> me feel, that made me feel so wanted and loved. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. He just <laughs> calm down. Like, like just calm up immediately. And I was like, on (laughs) (laughs) so it's not even the the fact that when did i love him it made me feel loved like like Mm -hmm. as if i mattered and Mm. uh, if you're here you can talk anything so it was just i think the moments like that always uh, that moment that first time the first time that happened Mm. made me feel loved and it was definitely I already loved them from the get go so yeah. like yeah. I know that's cheesy and everybody says that and everything but
3: <laughs> no, it's, it's not it's, not a, it's honestly not of that,
1: cheesy at all <laughs> I had a rough nine months so I mm. had to jump to a lot of uh, my husband always makes a statement that ah uh, the thing we had to do <laughs> for this baby like <laughs> I had I, I flew during covid Oh, wow. I had, like, a three-day journey. So, like, you know, when flights from flying out of Nigeria, I got out of Nigeria mm. <laughs> in July. I got out of Nigeria. I got to places like Togo. I got, I I left, I left, like, early mornings of Saturday. I got to America on Monday. Mm. I had journeys like wow. that. So, so wow. these days, like, <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I had to go to several doctors. I think, I think during the pregnancy, I suddenly heard that I had um, just, additional diabetes. So that so there were lots of traumatic things I was throwing up. Yeah. So there were times that I think that I had what we call not sound to gross you out anyway. <laughs> there there were times that the particular time I broke so badly I started to throw blood. Wow. That so yes I, yeah, so I wow. had things like that. So I, I, I did a lot of stories to tell. So going through that and then like I said, first so of I saw, like, oh, so it was you. <laughs> it's all <of> that. <laughs> so, yes, I think I would. I hear him cry. My mama will say I'm not that sorry. I don't know not everybody's opening. But don't spoil him and everything like ah, my be crying now after like this. I'm not doing it. So as he gets older, I probably would have to taper it down. You won't be able goes. to. You won't be able to <laughs> I need to try. I'm here.
0: I'm here to tell you that till now I can't stand to hear him cry. Like oh my God. It bugs my life. I really, really have I to confirm that. There's no <laughs> other problem, and that uh, he's just mm. training tantrum. Know, right? Even then, I have oh to be telling God. myself that he's training tantrum. Just ignore him. He, like I need to be chanting mm. to okay. myself because I just want to sweeping in, and solve all his problems just, in life. Like, like, oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah. 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 <laughs> <Is that laughs>
3: you know yes. what's, what's radical oh, about oh, is, is,
4: <laughs> Yeah, you know what's radical about hearing this is that these are the yeah. same people that grow up and starts like you know just you not know, paying attention oh. to them <laughs> <laughs> oh god
0: okay 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 so so let me say let me say something i'm also um I, I think i get it from my mom my mom i don't know i really don't know how she managed but she she like this whole guilt-tripping thing that people talk about from their Mm. parents (laughs) is something that my mom doesn't do i i Mm. I don't know how she manages not to do it because Mm. even as small as jesse is sometimes i make statements that i know he can't understand (laughs) but i'm like (laughs) (laughs) but my mom that's something i think she was able to separate herself from Mm. all of us her children Mm. it's like um I've had you and, you know, it's, it's up to you and all of that. So obviously there were incidents where she'll maybe make a statement, but generally that's not mm. something she was into. Mm. So I think I get that a bit from her. But mm. also because the world is even getting more and more, like people are getting more vocal and all that, it's actually something mm. I talk to myself every day. I remind myself that you love this person, you're doing everything for them but. Just somewhere in your mind, remembering that this is not this is not this is not trade by butter. You're not exchanging, you're not exchanging this for anything. You really cannot. I hope to God. I hope to God that you know you will always take me serious. You you know, you will listen to me, you'll be reasonable, you'll be that well. Oh, I give myself that pep talk every time that look, this is not trade. You're not. <laughs> Exchanging all of this mm. for anything, and
3: yeah. I don't
0: know if I—I I don't know if I do it out of fear. I don't know if I do it to prepare myself so, so I <laughs> won't be too shocked <laughs> or what. But I mean, I'm aware that the world is getting more and more radical, and then he's even growing up in the UK. Like, mm. I'm just waiting for the day out here. What <laughs> you saying? In <ain't> it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm prepping for the day out here. It's, well, <laughs>
4: Oh my yeah. god! Oh my god! <laughs> Wait. Okay. Um. You know, like I said earlier, some people when they're growing up, they are like, "Oh, I want four kids. I want six kids," and blah 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 blah. Right. So for you guys, um, how many did you want before? You know, the realities of 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 you know bringing a human being out into life, and you know how many do you want now? Like, you know, what's what's that? <laughs> what's the spread? <laughs> um.
0: So I wanted four. <laughs> And then I think at some point I wanted three. And then at some point I wanted three, but now I want, well, I don't even know what I want now, but my (laughs) husband has always wanted two. Mm -hmm. So I think because he, I wanted four and he wanted two, I think somewhere we agreed on three, but he just always felt confident that I was going to come down to two. Mm -hmm. Now that we have had a child, (laughs) So I'll just tell you, we're talking with some of our friends and I don't know how the talk of having another child came <laughs> up. And my, and my husband said, yes, is looking like only child. <laughs> 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 so, so potentially, if I'm going to have another child, it will just be the second and the last one. Mm. But
1: mm.
0: I, I could very well not have another child and be very okay with it, both of mm. us.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Tamara, how about you? Initially, my husband wanted a four, because <laughs> he control. <it. laughs> he it. He has three siblings, so therefore, I mm-hmm. had. Interestingly, I, I have we five, but I always wanted three. I just wanted two boys and one girl. Mm-hmm. Then it kind of dropped to two for me. Okay, no, no. There's a reason I didn't want two, because I just felt like ah, like if they if they're, you know two is just too small and all that three is the perfect number. <laughs> there was a time I wanted just one. Mm. because of how much school it was mm. for me. But strangely, I've been having such a, I keep making statements. My husband keeps being inside. I was like, ah, oh, it's so, okay. When, when do we have the next one? And I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did we just have one? So I think now we're just we're around we're around two right now. I think two is the safe answer. I think mm. two is the easiest. In fact, that everything is crazy expensive. Second schools no. are Wow! Not only a narrow child <laughs> and having more than two, even one, having two seconds already breaking the bank. Not talk of having more than two kids. So yeah, so yeah, because of what's going on in the world, <laughs> <I> think <laughs> the Just not to have an only child and my child will be born. No, so yeah, true, three is the yeah. yeah,
2: kids are expensive. Um, I, I, and, <laughs> and I know every time I say that oh people gosh, make it seem if yeah. I am, I am sounding hyper-rational whatever, mm. but you are not. Trust me, or not. So an average <laughs> kid costs so, one hundred eighty-five thousand dollars to raise. Wait, I want you, do you
1: not do you not know even raising your child to so like for me? I don't. I live in Nigeria. I want to have my baby. I want my baby to have, not to sound obnoxious, but I want my baby to have an extra passport that can let him enter anywhere he wants to. Hence, yeah. trying to live my baby in America, but. The average cost of having your baby in America is about fifteen thousand dollars. Mm. About like calculating mm. everything, you're, t- and that's even now. Not talk of later on and things like that. So, mm. and that's even like ah, that's yeah. You really tried. that uh, <laughs> yeah, You have plenty get. So, yeah, people that pay way, way more and things, So it's, it's expensive. So from the moment of conception, actually. Mm-hmm. Not even taking care of, not even raising, from knowing the conceptions to the even getting married, if you pay for their wedding. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Exactly is
2: Exactly, like no, <laughs> it's it's true, it's absolutely <laughs> true, and, and and I think acknowledging that fact does not mean you don't have a baby any less. It doesn't mean you won't do or you can't have a baby. Mm-hmm. It Actually, just I means don't, I
0: don't know. I don't know why anybody would say that you've been too rational. My decision to have two children or maybe no more is, is, you know, aside the fact that the birthing part of it is not, it's not a walk in the park, but it's because I'm fully aware of the responsibility I have, Mm. you know, with taking care of this child. I'm also, uh, when I'm making decisions, I think I'm somewhat like Wale as well. I'm, I'm extremely logical about it. I've even taken it as far now as thinking about, yes, I know it's, you know, just is my response, it's shared responsibility between my husband and I, but I think really need to make sure that if something happens to one of us, the other person will not struggle and then mm-hmm. suddenly mm-hmm. the quality yeah. of life of everybody will crash. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I need to make sure that he, he, he can earn enough to do this independently. And I can as yeah. well. Everybody will have very good quality of life. It's not if some, because I don't believe, yes, by the grace of God, because I'm Nigerian, but then it's not exactly something to plan with. So,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's super that's, that's, that's true.
2: So, so I guess um, just, just let me round up with this question mm-hmm. and it might be a bit of a reflective one, but so when you obviously, you've been a mom for a year and a half, mm-hmm. um, am mom for five months and one day.
3: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> and and in, this, in, this, in this entire span, um, what do you think you've learned the most about yourself in terms of not just self-discovery, but understanding the things that you probably never thought you could comprehend or capable of, you know, at all, right? So what have you learned about yourself the most in the last... You know, since your motherhood began. And I'll start with um Tamnora. No, 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 let me start, start going.
0: <laughs> I was hoping to hear her answer. <laughs> well, I don't I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know what kind of answer you're expecting. I mean, I'm not sure, but Jen I'll just say something I've learned generally. It's is that I'm the best mom for this child. Like Everybody else can give suggestions. Mm. I know that everybody else is coming from a place of love, but I'm the one that's here. I'm the one that's dealing with the day-to-day. And mm. Ole came and took his nice picture and left. <laughs> 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 I'm the one. <laughs> that is
2: true. That is true. <laughs> I'm the one
0: that is, that is here. So I am the best mom for this child. I need to trust my own decisions. I mean, I will still, I I will know areas that I'm not an expert to. I will still ask for advice. I will still Mm. try to get support and all that. But (laughs) I'm just the best mom for this child. That's how I sum it up. When the pressure starts getting much, like, oh, you're not doing enough. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. That's just where I come back to. And if I may bring spirituality into it, I'm like, well, if this child was going to be better off with you maybe god would have given him to you
3: Mm. since
0: it's me he gave it to them i'm the best mom for this child yeah i know that i will always do my best to make the best decision for him so don't sit there and give me advice or tell me what i can do better i will i mean you don't want better more than i want better
3: so this person
0: this summer is just that i'm the best mom for this child
4: yeah Yeah. nice nice cool tell how about you
1: um, um, two things not to sound overtly christian but i think i if i didn't know i was favored i think i, I still have to sound like the most favored <laughs> person right now because
3: mm.
1: last year was showed me a lot of things mm. i didn't even think obviously everybody has plans, but i had this i think i got the man proposes god disposes kind of thing but I really wanted to have my bedroom and I thought it was impossible thanks to COVID. COVID happened. I'm like, oh my God, it just impossible. But that happened. And, um, God provided for it and everything. Mm-hmm. And even when I needed time of work, because like my decision to leave was like if I planned it that week. I knew the day I was leaving, it was the day I told them I was leaving. Or, okay, I think the day before, I had no issues. The head of HR was like, oh, go ahead, God will let you. Second thing is that, not to blow my trumpet, but I'm stronger than I thought, <laughs> <laughs> and I, thought I was. Okay. Yes. So yes. Like I said, I yes. had surgery, and uh, by 4 four, I was delivered at 4 p.m., and, and by 4 a.m., I, I had to stand up and start working. The, 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 day, the day after, I was literally, you know, my sister had to go to work. So I needed to get up. I needed to walk around. I needed to carry my baby and do things. So I started being on my own. Like, I had to grow up really fast in that sense because i didn't have my mom to say oh, no sit down now. when you said that, uh, that her mom would give her the night take the baby and she have the night to sleep I'm like oh god i wish i had <laughs> so i didn't have things like that <laughs> my mom was like ah oh, that would be the same and she, my mom couldn't have her visa so i was literally alone like mm. i was like oh, so i had to do a lot of i'd had major i almost almost i was supposed to have him postpartum depression and I, mm-hmm. just after having my like, baby at some point my husband fell ill so it was and i was all the way so i couldn't so i was worrying and uh, there were times don't mm-hmm. stop us we could just stay and just i um, literally burst into tears and just oh, like <laughs> like and i was in like, i couldn't tell like it was hard well, i had to i traveled alone with him so just so on, I think I had like I have older ones, older than the last, and I have I've had I have like eleven misses on that So I won't like that helped. Mm. That helped a lot, but it's I had to grow. My husband still says I don't grow anything, anyway, but I I just, like kind of believe it because <laughs> I don't I don't if he had asked me this like very last year, I'm like ah oh, no, I I'm I'm just but, Yeah, so yeah, nice. Definitely those two. <laughs>
2: Honestly, it's it's uh, it's incredible, and I'm not saying that lightly, I'm not saying that because you know we're all friends, and I'm not saying I'm not saying that because it's a podcast, like I mean when I say it's incredible, everything that you both have done because everything I'm hearing today, I've pictured myself in that scenario, and every picture, the the outcome of that picture is like, dude, can we actually do this
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: because even though, even though everybody has kids, right? If you, if you're not there yet, or even if, I mean, one thing is for sure, like if you're a man, a woman, it's, it's a few different experiences physically and emotionally.
3: Hmm.
2: But even if you're also a woman, if you're not there yet, I don't think you can actually even comprehend what what it it takes. I don't think you can. And it's always a, like I, I think, I think Tamera says at the start, it's always a try and error game. But a try and error game demands so much strength that that on this way, because try and error, you're not seeing any milestone to say check you're, you're 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 making progress. It's just as long as the dude or the lady is alive. <laughs> like okay, like okay, yeah, I'm I'm moving forward. Yeah. But I, I, but I can't imagine the mental sparring, the mm-hmm. sparring, they have to go through for you know. The three-hour breastfeeding, you know, the, the 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 making sure that that when they're crying it's, it's just tears of I'm hungry, not tears mm-hmm. of some illness. Mm-hmm. You know, making sure. Ah, mm-hmm. you know, I just gotta say, you know, um just you guys, uh, I, I I I'm I'm really really glad you guys came on to talk about this.
3: Yeah, you know, I, you well. I I
2: was I was expecting it just a normal conversation, but this has been a lot deeper than I expected, mm-hmm. and and I, and I I guess it relates to the point where Tamina said, I started what you said, and Owen said as well, different experiences for different people. And no no matter how much you think, you know, you read on, because even before we came on this, I read, I read on, I read on internet. (laughs) Like, so, so I, so I read some stuff, but when you hear it, it's just, it's just still a different vibe. Right. And I just got to say, you know, for everyone who's trying to have kids out there, you know, Yes, very good. So, surround yourself, like, what I got from what you guys said is, surround yourself with people who, you know, can help you because it's a journey that, you know, that you can't be prepared for, but also, you're stronger than you actually think. Yeah. Or might, might believe, and, you know, and for all the men out there, you know, know that we probably need to put extra, 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 if there's already extra, put extra, extra respect and, yeah. Supports and awareness on on the difficulty, mental, physical difficulty it takes to bring a baby into this world, yeah right, because eventually I think that is the ultimate miracle of life, trying to reproduce we human beings that propagate this earth. That's the ultimate miracle. And if somebody can do that, I don't see why anybody will stand anywhere and be it to them. It's ridiculous. Yeah. so yeah to that i just say you know kudos and you know and only I mean, like you said you got you, you got the best moms for your kids yeah and i'm really really glad for you both um and i hope that we can celebrate all their birthdays either virtually or in person at some time yeah has um, to be in
0: person
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it has to be in person no. um toby i'll, I'll let you to wrap
4: up. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I, okay, so I was just going to say, like, thank you both so much for coming on and sharing your stories, right? I think um these are not very straightforward stories to share especially thinking about we're all nigerians like our culture also has a very interesting perspective when it comes to talking about some of these things so um we don't take it for granted that you guys came on and we're really open about you know your experiences so um yeah let we've held you honestly i feel bad for keeping you guys so long because i'm like we're taking up your free time to just be talking and we still have to leave you to go back to everything else but thank you so so actually sorry
2: before you both go do you will have questions or like final advice you just want to drop for anyone who might be listening um because you just never know and yeah
0: yeah yeah cool i just still want to stress that it's cool hearing like i'm happy to hear tamilori's story Mm. but don't listen to these stories and take them as as hard facts Mm. they're just people's experiences and your personal experience is valid as it is, as it happened.
3: Mm.
0: So nothing has to happen for you like it happened for me. And it's still valid the way it happened for you. Mm. Don't feel like this is, there's no how it should be. There's no, I don't think there's any manual really from pregnancy through to delivery to breastfeeding or raising the child. However, it happens for anybody is valid in itself there's mm-hmm. no formula
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then the second thing is that i can't wait to hear a man's perspective <laughs> on all of this yeah
2: Nexus i know that yeah
0: yeah I, I just i can't wait to hear a man's perspective mm-hmm. what what do you guys really go through when it happens because I, f- I have a friend they've ju- like a couple they just had a baby and i just feel like sometimes the focus is always on the baby first. Mm-hmm and then it bit on the mom and I just want to know like guys what's
1: happening <laughs> um same thing with me. I can't wait to hear a man's perspective mm. but then um not to overly nice everything but like only said when she had her baby initial, her initial thoughts was baby really fine everything complete God has to be like a major factor there because we have to go through all that and come out in one piece is like a major testimony so
4: Hmm. but yeah, 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 right. yeah, yep, yep. right. Awesome. Um, okay, thank this, this has been this has been so amazing. Um, thank you guys again for coming on and um, enjoy the rest of Best your so thank weekend. Thank you, and yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. you.
3: Thank, thank
4: you for thank having you so me. Much. Thank, thank you, you for thank having you so me here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Hey there, thanks for listening to this week's episode of 20s Combos. Before you go, I've got another podcast I'd like to tell you about by our friends over at Inside a Bubble. Inside a Bubble is a narrative podcast about the bubbles we live in. In each episode, they take a topic and tell stories of how different people interact with that topic. They've got a new season coming out soon, and this is the trailer.
1: So, first of all... What are we talking about? My name is Ayotinde, and my question is: How does your wife feel about you dating other women?
0: I asked if you think I could
1: find another to break. So, okay, before we delve into your story, like, how many relationships
3: have you been in total? Omoe, see, <laughs> I'm not for you next one I'm married.
1: I like to my face. <laughs> no, I don't know, I don't think I, I don't know, it's more easy, I don't like the feeling, I hated it, it was like the worst, I don't want to do it again.
4: Yeah exactly, so there's a lot more emotional baggage and as bad as everything is, it still feels a lot more manageable than when I was in uni life.
1: <laughs> I remember someone almost tried to do that to me like one day, I think I was, it was during service and she was like, you know the, night, the or the most unique thing about you is that you're evil and Muslim. I'm like, that's not,
0: yeah, trust me, I'm awesome. <laughs> the other <laughs> great things about me, That
1: those, those two things are not on. I'm, I'm telling you. And she was like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, what does, like, it's just like, she's, if you, for example, she was and Catholic. Growing up... This guy was my first relationship. I was 14, going on 15. And he had been asking me out from like 13 going on 14. Oh, does he? And he was above 20. Welcome to season two of Inside a Bubble, the crowdsourced podcast about people. Each episode, we bring you stories from different people around a defined concept. We do this to show how different or similar life outside our bubble is. New episodes start April 2nd. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.